0: This is Poppy Lebador from the Dan Lebador Show on ESPN Radio, and you are listening to the Bob Culture Podcast with the Bob Man on Streaming Internet Radio. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to a very special Superb Bowl Addition to the Pop Culture <laughs> Podcast. We, we talked about that last year, why we cannot say the other thing. The big game, right, fellas? The big game. I'm excited for that.
1: I don't have any money to give if we accidentally get sued. So, yeah, let's
0: we'll work on that. <laughs> yeah, well, so as we always say, as Tim says, the Superb Bowl. And right now, I'd like to introduce my favorite panel of all time when we're talking sports, we're talking Super Bowl, we're talking fantasy football. Of course, I gotta be joined by these spectacular gentlemen. First, welcome me back to the show. First ballot, Bob Culture Hall of Famer, multiple time, Mario Kart 64 champion, multiple time, Shore fantasy football league champion, the man, the myth, the legend. Mr. Tim
2: Urich, what's up, bro? Hey, what's going on? Excited to be here and talk some football. And I'm ready for Super Bowl Sunday. Let's go. Let's go. Excited for some good football action. That intro
1: was so good, but I have a question. Yes. So when you say Mario Kart champion, what character are you? That's uh, a question. <laughs> I know the answer. I, I go with Peach. You would. <laughs> what
2: does that even mean?
1: <laughs> She's lighter on her feet. Her and Toad, they're they're like being odd job and double O seven. True. Yes. It's in true.
2: Well, growing eye. up, I could never, I could never be uh, Yoshi, and I didn't like Toad because he was too light so yeah. peach was like in the middle there it yeah. really is and yeah. i wasn't a fan of mario and luigi because they weren't light enough and and i wasn't a fan of bowser's slow start true that's why you really got to aim it with me with the wario yeah. Yeah. Can't go wrong with it.
0: yeah and that other beautiful voice you hear of course here on the bcp welcoming back one of the best front men in the business today one of the best producers of all time uh just all around good guy good human sports aficionado The man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Trevor Martin. What's up, man? How are you? And
1: as officially as of yesterday... Uh, your spotter for your New York Guardians in the XFL. Is that,
0: oh, is that for sure? Yeah. As, really? of, as of yesterday. Congratulations. To tell yeah, me, yeah, right? yeah. So, so are you technically man. working for Vince McMahon? I'm te- oh my god, I technically work for Vince McMahon. <laughs> <laughs> You're fine. <laughs> Good for you, man. That's really cool, man. Oh my god. <laughs> Congrats, That's cool. Man. Congratulations. Yeah. Yeah. Round of applause. Yeah. Round. Good for
1: you. But I honestly think that this is, there's no reason why the XFL won't go a full season this year. I think it will definitely go 100% one full season.
0: Good for you, man, that's that's spectacular news. Guys, uh, kind of switching gears here, you know, I, I hate to do this, we do this from time to time. Starting on a bit of a somber note, mixed feelings, obviously, uh, you know, based on, as of this recording, yesterday's tragic events, concerning uh, one of the all-time great basketball players, one of the all-time great sport icons, uh, Mr. Kobe Bryant passing away yesterday in a tragic helicopter crash along with eight other people. Uh, don't want to forget about them. Um, A couple kids aboard one of Kobe's daughters. Uh, It's terrible, it's terrible. I don't know if you guys were big Lakers fans or Kobe's fans, but obviously you send our thoughts and prayers to the families, everyone affected. You know, I always say hug your loved ones tight, you never know what's gonna happen. And uh, just a really somber note, I hate starting out this way, but um, did you guys have anything, any comments or any fond memories or have you guys ever seen Kobe or uh, any any thoughts on yesterday's events?
1: So if if you think about it uh, just from an overall aspect, I believe, um, you know, I'm a Knicks fan, so I don't watch basketball. And <laughs> what it comes down to is just iconic players of all time in any sport. You know, you think of Muhammad Ali when you think of the greatest of all time. Mm. You think of Michael Jordan. Uh, you think of Jeff Jeff Gordon, you know, if you want to go to it, like NASCAR, there's just certain people who are, you just know some of the greatest of all times in that sport, whether you play sports or not, they're kind of recognizable, and Kobe is, without a doubt, one of those names. There will be, like, I, I don't think the Mount Rushmore of the a basketball is set yet, because there's arguments made for a lot of different people. Everyone has a different Mount Rushmore, but I think something that you look at now is that three out of those four faces are definitely you know going to be Jordan Kobe LeBron and then the yeah. fourth one's going to be up for debate when you can be solidified like that so matter of factly so you know non-argumentative from a, a player's standpoint you know that says a lot about your talent you know Kobe was one of the best no no argument there now as a person in general yeah there's always something mm. um Personal issues early on in his career and whatnot, but you got to realize these are their kids when they're that young, making that much money and being in the leagues. And he grew as a person. Very loving family was, uh, you know, helping his daughter grow and become a great basketball player. It's so unfortunate, you know, that she was with him when this helicopter went down. But that also speaks, you know, what he was—he was with her. They were going to a travel game, you know, and they were going to watch sports. Um, the day before or the week before, you know, he, he saw a car wreck and he got out. He was, uh, not only a great basketball player, but turned into an amazing human being, great person for kids to look up to at the end. And, you know, he will be missed.
0: Wow. Very, very
2: well said, Trevor. Tim, being a big sports guy, any thoughts on Kobe? Yeah, it's, it's, um, it's. It's the whole situation is just tragic, um, you know, and we look at uh, we look at our, our sports heroes and we look at our legends in the game and it's really it's it's interesting. I don't want to use the term funny, but it's funny how like when they come into the league, we see them as these kids and we do we watch them grow and then like they they spend their time in the league And then like you see them grow into older people and like in the grand scheme of sports you're you're young when you come in and you're revered as old when you leave the game but the fact of the matter is he was 41 years old and you know that's young and that's way Mm. way 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 too short of a life um especially for someone who ended up being an incredible ambassador to the game and um you know he's going to be greatly missed and it's just it's tragic um you know you you see a lot of social media outpouring of um love and affection towards him i'll just read one quote yeah. that i saw that i didn't know prior to all this happening but as an educator of youth um you know as a teacher i i um i li- I live by the these like mantras and stuff, so uh give me one yeah, second
0: Yeah, I'll let you pull pull it up man but um just uh, real real quick i'll jump in and then I'll let you read the quote is that is that cool
2: yeah got um a
0: couple a couple things about Kobe I just wanted to say uh I was not a Kobe guy, not in a disrespectful way but in in terms of you know he killed my nets all the time uh everyone's favorite my my roommate's favorite um you know, a lot of friends. We would go to the Izod Center and see. You know, it used to be Continental Airlines Arena, and we would see Kobe play. And I love seeing him match up against Vince Carter and Jason Kidd, my personal favorites. And uh, seeing him play was was awesome. And you know, he would get a dunk or make a free throw or be at the line, MVP chance or just make a dunk, and, and the place would go nuts. And I'm like, well, we're in New Jersey, like this. You know, like I felt like I was the only one cheering for the Nets, and he was like the bad guy in that Tom Brady sort of sense where. You know, which you kind of loved having that villain, you know, like the the one who could, you know, oppose your team and, and beat your team. And I always remember the ticket prices went way, way up, and we're sitting all the way at the top of from the From $5 meeting. to 200 for the Nets. That is strangely accurate, those numbers. But uh, my roommate um, from college, uh, Jeff Kaplan, and I would always go see the Nets, Lakers, uh, when they moved to Brooklyn. And, and the running joke being, you know, loser bought dinner. He was a big Lakers fan. And uh, I just remember... Just Kobe just dominating the Nets all the time, and um, you know, obviously grew into a much better person. They're you know, not without fault. I don't. I don't want to praise someone who who may have done some questionable or wrong things, uh, but at the same time, uh, like well, none of us are without fault. And, <laughs> right, none of us are without fault, and we don't know what's true and what's not true. And you know, you know, if you're a married man or whatever, I, I don't want to excuse or condone anything like that. But that's not the story here. The story is. One of the all-time greats uh, who has entertained me in, in person and on television that last game he had, uh, you know, which didn't mean anything like as far as playoffs, but he just ended up winning the game and was what did score? like 60 61. points. Yeah, 61, yes. It was just, I remember watching that um, and just an incredible just story on the court. Definitely was a family man, cared about his, you know, his daughter's basketball career. Uh, obviously turned it around and... Uh, just a, a crazy story, a tragic event yesterday. Uh, a lot of people are talking about whether the game should have been played yesterday. Uh, the Knicks' Nets did a nice 24 second violation on both sides of the court. I thought that was very respectful and uh, cool. Uh, you hear a lot of the audio from guys like Doc Rivers uh, just breaking down in tears. He, he doesn't know how he's going to coach. And uh, Spencer Dimwitty, who uh, his big Nets, you know, guy right now up in Cumber didn't make the All-Star game. Was it this year or last year? And I think Kobe approached him and said, like, hey, man, you're an All-Star. Like, you don't need to, you know, be voted in. And he said that really validated him and, and little things like that. So uh, just tragic event and an RIP, Kobe yeah. Bryant. I mean,
1: Mark Cuban saying. saying that no da- Dallas Maverick will ever wear 24 again. and had nothing to yeah. do with the organization. Yeah, I mean, it just shows the type of player that he was. You know, and I just realized something, too. um I don't know if you've ever seen the movie uh, *Inglorious Bastards*. Yeah. Remember Tarantino. when the guy gets, you know, called out because he doesn't do—he does the German three instead of the English three. Wow. Yes. I really. just realized the way that I hold up the number three when I say three to people is the same way Kobe did it because I saw him do it once as a kid. I just realized that that's why I do it. it just hit you when right he won now, the championships yeah. and he held up the three above and said, "I do three this way because that's how Kobe did it," and I didn't realize because like, I saw it as a kid. Watching Kobe Bryant. And and I never just realized until this very second talking about how he influences children. He does. You know, and like talking about tips. And I was like, holy shit.
0: That's crazy. To that point, you know, it's funny, you know teaching it in our drum lesson room at the end of the lesson we do the you know we have like a little basketball hoop on the you know so i let the kids take a couple of shots before we leave and they do you they go kobe i didn't know. even think about it and that. you have yeah.
2: you have people who may or may not have watched basketball ever in offices around the country who will crumple up a piece of paper and try to shoot it and yell out kobe so like he's over transcendent into pop culture like people kn- knew who he was and you know it was just more than basketball i usually yeah.
1: yelled out Shaq because i always missed
0: yeah, there it is uh, did, you, did you have a quote? Or? I did yeah, yeah. so
2: uh, I, I saw it In all the I'm outpouring sure. of affection Towards Kobe um, in the past couple of days But Kobe once said The most important thing is to try and inspire People so that they can be great In whatever they want to do And honestly that quote Inspired me in the last 24 hours As a teacher And that's yeah. how I try to actually You know go about my day So you know, it, it's tragic, and um, just 41 is so young. It's yeah. so young.
0: Yeah, it's been, been, a, been a very bizarre 2020 so far, and you hate hearing things like this. But, um, you know, what else can you say, really? I hate starting it out like this. Um, no easy way to segue out of this one. You know, again, thoughts and prayers with, with Kobe Bryant, his family, especially those young young girls, uh, those young kids. And uh, let's uh, let's move on to hopefully some more positive, positive thoughts. It's never an easy transition. Um, I did, you know, we're here to talk about super, Superb Bowl. Well, I, I I got a little bit more
1: clarification on that whole entire matter, Yeah, actually, uh, if we want to go into it. Sure. All right, so it ticked me off last year a little bit when we, we, <laughs> we were, like, going over it um, about the rules and stuff. And, you know, because I... Uh, was in radio and I did a lot of commercials and a lot of liveries and stuff yeah. like that. Knowing you had to say the big game and now you see Championship the Championship Sunday, Championship Sunday, and now you see the commercial that's out right now with Terry Bradshaw, how he's still calling it the Super Bowl, but he's doing a Lay's commercial. So I just, it's a real short kind of like rundown. Yeah, it. So the I'd NFL like um, are the Nazis of their own names, <laughs> and you know their you, their rules are so tight. You have to, they really want you to license it through them. All right. So like you can't say Super Bowl in any kind of money making capacity because they want to make money. So you have to license it through them. So if you own a bar, you can't put signs up to say, watch the Super Bowl here. You have to have it licensed from the NFL. Uh, if you own a restaurant, you take out like a local radio ad. You say, come to Super, uh, come watch the Super Bowl at my restaurant. Can't say that. Gotta license it. All right. They, that's why you see the big game or championship Sunday. Um, but if you're talking about said topic, uh, like you, you are right now. If you're just talking about the Super Bowl and we're talking about, you know, who's going to win, who's going to do that, we can say Super Bowl. All right? As long as we can't say, yeah, because I'm going to be watching the Super Bowl at the KFC on Route 9 Northern. <laughs> and, you know, like, you, you just can't you can't do that. <laughs> Which That's is that.
0: not what we're saying. To no, be no, because yes.
1: we're not saying it all because the KFC closed on Route 9 like, Northern. Yes. <laughs> um, but... <laughs> Do, you have,
2: do we teacher. have any sponsors? Are you making any money? Yeah, do we have any sponsors podcasts? on the show? Because then we can't say it yeah, at I all. Mean, we have a Patreon, set. So. no. Patreon. But as long as they're not
1: saying that they're there's specifically sponsoring this uh, segment, if they're sponsoring the whole show, that's fine. But you can't, ah. you can't, you can't have it as a specific sponsorship. Um, otherwise, if we're talking about the actual game, fine. If we took phone calls and we're asking for picks, they could get a little hairy, but you know as long as there's no prize at the end of any kind of contesting or any kind of thing so bars and stuff like that and but that's the other thing too when you watch the commercials like lay's licensed the term super bowl this year from the NFL cuz i was wondering why they could say it that's how it really all started We're i wonder have so seen the,
2: the official sponsor probably has uh, the yeah, right to so, say it
1: so that's what they can say super bowl in their commercials Uh, because they're actually paying for it. And that's why, like, if you go, though, to, like, say, Jackson Long Branch, it says, you know, come watch the big game here, because anyone can, you know, if someone decided to walk in, they could get sued. So Hmm. we can say it as long as we don't make money off it. I learned something today.
2: It's, uh, the more you know. (laughs) Do-do-do. It's funny that... Reading Rainbow. (laughs) It's funny that, like, we could say the big game, and we know that we're talking about the Super Bowl. How crazy is that, like, um... That it's so iconic in our our you know American culture that oh you're gonna watch the big game oh you're talking about the Super Bowl yeah. the word
1: association is crazy well let's get into it gentlemen because <laughs> there's only so many of them every if you watch a big game there's 165 baseball games every
2: game is Weing a big game yeah
0: this is the <laughs> uh so guys let's get into it obviously we have to talk about uh, my father-in-law's favorite team the Kansas City Chiefs he is so. Beyond himself, excited about this one. Uh, what, 50 years, I believe? 50 years. Only one World. other team that hasn't been to the Super years. Bowl longer. <laughs> Go ahead. And that'll be your New York Jets. <laughs> oh, um, Trevor, I missed you. Um, so, of course, they're taking on the San Francisco 49ers, another storied uh, you know, legacy team. Um, guys, getting right into it, uh, You know, I guess we'll get to our picks and stuff at the end. Let's talk uh, coaching a little bit. Or, yeah, let's start with coaching a little bit. Who do you think has the edge? Obviously, you have Andy Reid. Um shanahan i believe on the on mm-hmm. the other side of things, yep, yep. what do you guys think uh these guys bring to the table as far as experience and leadership and uh what what it's going to take to you know throw the red challenge flag at the right
2: time and and get the w hey listen um i think i don't i don't know about you guys, uh, but i 'm rooting coach wise for Andy Reid just because uh he 's been there he Is one of those guys that, you know, it's easy to root for based on his, like, press conferences. Um, He seems like, you know, one of those just like real guys that it's like, all right, this guy is easy to root for. Um, He's got a wealth of experience as far as, you know, head coaching. Yeah. Um, Not to say that Kyle Shanahan does not. Kyle Shanahan has been there, you know, he, he's relatively young, but he, he has been to a Super Bowl in a coordinator role, um, so, you know, if you're talking experience, you're going to lean towards Andy Reid just because he's been there, he didn't win with uh, with Philadelphia, And I think it's, you know, he's he's got everything and he's got a bag of tricks. And, you know, especially if they get in the red zone, play calling and play design is right up his wheelhouse. But with that being said, Kyle Shanahan is also, you know, he's been there, too. So he he's got tricks up his sleeve and, you know, we'll see what happens. But I think you got to give the edge as far as experience Andy Reid, just because he's been there so many times. Interesting. Trevor, any thoughts? I'm
1: going to the edge for Andy Reid because I'm convinced that there's a Hawaiian shirt on underneath that big red jacket. Ah. Um, But at the exact same time, Andy Reid has been the head coach of a football team that went to the Super Bowl, and that, I think, gives him the edge over Kyle Shanahan. Yeah, he's learned a lot in all the coordinator positions that he's been in. He got to be there with his dad, with Mike Shanahan. I'm sure he got plenty of advice for him and all that jazz, but he's never been in the head coach position, which is going to be completely different. You know, he only had to worry about – you know, the offense, um, or I believe it was the offense coordinator. Yeah. Yep. So he only had to worry about the offense and that one aspect. And, yes, he's been doing great and managing all the games all year long this season. But this is a, this is a Super Bowl. You ask any coach, any player, any broadcaster, it's completely different than any other regular game besides the – timing and this that it's, it's just it's completely it's actually annoying to me as a fan how different it is from every other game you know the whole entire how long the halftime is you know the stuff for it's a different mindset mentality and andy reed's already been there and i think he knows what he has to do to get there i think he's had a phenomenal coaching career and this is the one thing that's holding him back from the hall of fame
2: I, I don't even I don't even think it's gonna hold him back from the Hall of Fame. If he doesn't win this game and doesn't get back, you know, Kansas City's set up for a long time to uh to be really good. Um and even if he doesn't win this game and doesn't get to another Super Bowl, I still think he's a Hall of Famer. So
1: I mean just look what he's done. It was um Alex Smith, you know, Andy Reid mm-hmm. was able to take him. Mm-hmm. Um you know, he just found his groove and then got hurt with the whole Colin Kaepernick situation you know and then he goes to KC and, and Andy Reid's able to mold him uh, and turn him into a winning quarterback you know it's it's a shame how that guy's career ended I actually always liked him but Andy Reid obviously knows how to take a player and, and bring him to their best ability unless they're Donovan McNabb
2: unless they're Donovan and McNabb I don't know he got to the pinnacle of uh a I'm football. a Giants
1: fan I'm never going to say anything can... positive about <laughs> an eagle that's right uh, darn it
0: right Uh, And let's talk about, obviously, the quarterback situation. Uh, You know, you were talking about quarterbacks a little bit, Trevor. Uh, Mahomes, just up-and-comer. I had said, uh, what, earlier, I guess before the season started, we did our fantasy football picks. My, uh, what would we call our bold prediction? Yeah. I said Mahomes was going to get hurt. You were half right. He came back, though, and thank goodness. And and now they're in the super big whatever game you want to call it, Championship Sunday. And... um, Then we have Garoppolo on the other side of things. Uh, Now going into this one, I think a lot of people were hoping for the Chiefs versus uh, Green Bay. Which I'm a proud uh, shareholder of. Uh, Tim, we attended the shareholders we meeting. Did. We did. We went to Lambo. We did. That was great. What an experience. Tim did the Lambo leap. No, <laughs> and if uh, they would have let me, I
1: would. I the Lambo
2: leap. Me too. No,
1: because then it would yeah. just have been like all the shareholders running into a wall. Because only nine yeah. out of the ten of them wouldn't make it. You're right. You're all right? right. And then grandma's on the floor.
2: <laughs> yep. And nobody would have caught me. But I still would have did it anyway. But I digress. I think I think Rogers has lost a little
0: bit of a step this year. And then you know they're obviously going uh, you know through a little bit of rebuilding. We'll see what happens in this office season. Uh, uh, I
2: don't think they were we could talk about it in a little bit, yeah, but I yeah. definitely don't think they were as good as their record. A lot of their losses I, mean, were I, ugly, I, had, I had
1: no doubt that the 49ers were going to win that yeah, game. Yeah, I mean,
2: it, 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 they're scary. Yeah, right? if I were a betting man, I would have made a billion dollars on that game.
0: Yeah.
1: No, the odds were away against you, believe me, I tried.
0: <laughs> <laughs> there you go. But let's talk about this quarterback matchup. You have Mahomes who's been the, you know, the, the biggest thing, uh MVP, I believe of the Last season, and he's got his own cereal now. I, I bought a box for Ken. He was thrilled. He, he actually bought a case for it. Nice. Like this year. I'm like, you got to eat this cereal. What's I'm it called? Gonna... Magic
2: Mahomes or something? It's something, something like, like that. Mahomes
0: yeah. O's or something. <laughs> it's like, uh, it's interesting. But what do you guys think about? You know, we have uh, Mahomes versus Garoppolo. Uh, who's It's It's going to be hard to pick. You don't have to pick a winner here, but who's going to shine in this one? Maybe potential MVP for the game?
1: Uh, I'm going with the Edge talent wise to Patrick Mahomes, yeah. uh, I think he's got more natural talent, I think he's got um, a great understanding of the game, his teammates are behind him one hundred and ten percent like it, it's one of the things talent wise like without him, we saw Kansas City struggle a little bit like he is a key player in that. Game like that, you know, when they do the Sunday night football zoom out on the players, you know, Mahomes is the one front and center for that team, and then there's Kelsey, and yeah, yada, yada, yada. Garoppolo, uh, I think, obviously, learned a lot from Tom Brady uh, Hmm. which was, if you're a Patriots fan, you're really double thinking yourself right now, um, about letting him go so easily, you know, with an aging Tom Brady. That's just what it is. He's just aging. It's math. It's a fact. Mm -hmm. All right. He's not going to play forever. Um, but at the same time, you know, Garoppolo got hurt last season. He didn't look good last season. And he really stepped up this season. I mean, this is a one of the only teams that ever only won four games last year. Now is at the Super Bowl the very next year. Like that turnaround is is great. Um, but it's not him uh, who I think is the best player on that team. You know, you got the uh, the running back whose names escape me right now. Restart. Yeah, and you got yeah. Kittle. You know, they're, it, they're they're legit like a team. Like they're, it comes together with the talent. All right. And that's what makes the 49ers great. Where I think you can like obviously Sammy Watkins should have been something great and he never mm, reached that potential. Yeah. And it's Mahomes that's enhancing him, where I feel like the other players are enhancing Garoppolo. Does that make any sense? No, you know, I like, I like that. Mahomes is, is enhancing the team that. and the team's enhancing Garoppolo. Very well said. Um, and that being said, I mean I think he's got a better insurance agent in State Farms <laughs> and that also gives him the
2: edge. It does he's got that safety like the you you have no idea the comfort that you get from the peace of mind that your insurance needs are met so i, I agree. and that's why he's his mahoy. Exactly.
0: Oh you guys are in rare
2: form today. <laughs> that commercial's but played every weekend is, multiple times is, for 16 weeks. Is. State Farm was so rooting for uh, for Aaron Rodgers and yeah. Mahomes to be in the Super Bowl. Oh, my gosh. Which would have been, been great. great. Yeah. I mean,
1: I wish they just would bring back that dude with the cheese head. Rogers! <laughs> <Yeah,
0: right, man. laughs> bring him back. Discount oh, yes. This- uh, <laughs> Thoughts on the QBs, Tim?
2: Yeah, so um, talent wise, I agree a thousand percent with Trevor over here. Uh, Mahomes has shown it. He's an MVP. Um, but I think the experience that Garoppolo has, they're not going to go out there and ask Garoppolo to throw uh, them a Super Bowl championship. They're going to try to run the ball, try to keep Mahomes off the field. They're going to try to, you know, manage the game. And um, you know, do their best because and then let their defense take care of it because, you know, that's what you have to do with high powered offenses. Now, um if you are asking me, the quarterback that I want on the last drive of the game, just because of the weapons around him and how fast they can score, it's gonna be Mahomes. So, um I, you gotta you gotta lean that way, I think. So We'll see.
0: Yeah, I, I, I agree. And uh, you mentioned defense, Tim. Uh, I think it's going to be play a big part of this game. I, I think the 49ers are scary. Like, even when they played Green Bay, I was super nervous. What do you guys think about the defenses going into this game?
1: Edge, 49ers. Uh, 49ers, would, I definitely think, have the better defense. If they didn't have the better defense, um, the, it, it, then we wouldn't have been so worried about that Texans-Chiefs game. You know, there was a lot of flubs there. If the, if the Chiefs come out flat – Tips. um yeah, the 49ers yeah. will take advantage of it um but uh it's a slight defense wise edge to 49ers but overall just mm. 49ers versus Kansas City it's 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 close it's going to be a good one right i'm pumped that i don't have to see tom brady
2: yeah i think most <laughs> people are and i That's think good. it's going to be higher than 9 to 3 like <laughs> yeah uh, defensively, yeah, the 49ers are one of the better defenses this year. They play really great together. They get pressure on the quarterback. Their defensive backs play well enough that they're not going to get them in trouble. They're not going to get beat. Um, and their linebacker corps is good enough. So, I mean, listen, uh, the 49ers' defense definitely has the edge. Uh, Kansas City's defense has been playing well of late, though. So, like, you can't, you know, knock them. I don't think it's going to be one of those situations where Kansas City's defense is going to lose the game for them so um, you know we give the edge to the 49ers as far as defense but I don't think that Kansas City's defense is going to completely lose the game where they're giving up 45 points
1: I think the way that San Francisco wins is not their offense though San Francisco wins because of the, the defense stopping Mahomes from throwing five touchdowns yeah that's how it is it's not it's not going to be it's not a shootout. It's not which quarterbacks better. I I, I think this game is San Francisco Forty Nineers D versus Patrick Mahomes. That's what it is. If if Mahomes overcomes a defense, and I think they win easily.
0: What do you guys think about? And Trevor, I believe it was you who was really on point about this last time for our superb bowl prediction. So <laughs> uh, was it Rams? Uh, Patriots, right? Yeah, yeah, of course, it's the Patriots. Patriots. And I think Trevor was on point. Would you say it was going to be a low score? I am trying to remember. He was, yeah, was.
2: you were spot on. I you said know, it was going to be low on. scoring.
0: So, yeah. what do you guys think about the scoring situation? Is this one is this going to be a high scoring game? A um, lot of long passes. Do we think it's going to be more of a defensive game? Uh, Vegas round.
1: Right, Vegas right now is putting the over at fifty four, mm. um, which hmm. I think is I think it's high. I do, too. I think it's high, but I think it's very... I think it's, it's plausible. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know, well, there's some games... Like this season, I watched... Uh, I don't do a lot of the over-unders, because I feel like you should always take the over. Um, I, but,
2: I agree with you, because why are you... Uh, if you're watching a game and rooting and betting for sport not to make money, why would you bet uh, and watch a game where you are rooting for no points?
1: Yeah. I, I mean, but it, at the same time, if you look at... I looked at a lot... I lost a lot on the Patriots, not... I went with the over because it was only like thirty six or like thirty two. I mean, I lost it. I, I lost that Miami game, which was insane to me. Yeah. So, like, um, it, it's funny to something like that because it, it can happen this year. It's um, I don't know, man. It's very easy for me to think that Mahomes, by himself, can do four touchdowns. Yeah, I agree. It's very easy because we've seen him do it so much so far this season. And easily. And easily do it, too. But I, at the same time, if that happens, I could see 49ers just staying with him the whole entire game. Um, so, you know, I when I look at the, last year, yeah, I thought it was good, definitely going to be under 30. But, like, this year I could see it easily being, you know, I could easily see it being like a, a – a, 37 34 game easily. It just, but if that's if both teams are firing all cylinders, and which could very easily happen. So, yeah. So not a low scoring one, probably. I, I think even if it's like I said, the only way that I see the 49ers really winning this game outright, like wow, that was a breeze, is them shutting down Mahomes. Yeah. And if they, that's the only way it's going to be a low scoring game and i'm and i think you know we haven't put out our picks there yet but i don't think that's going to happen
2: yeah i mean i'm with you i don't see anything like the super bowl we had last year where it was tough to get points i think points are going to be easy to come by i think the offensive weapons on kansas city's side are um are are too much uh for not a lot of points um but with that being said you know if kansas city goes out and scores a couple touchdowns if they put up 35 points you know you're gonna have to see garoppolo throw the ball and you're gonna have to see the 49ers if they're gonna stay in it put up points so i'm with you on potentially it being 37 34 or around Mm. there um you know even you climb into the 40s and some of the points so you know uh, while the vegas number in vegas you know makes their living on uh you know putting out a good number and getting money um 54 seems like a high enough number, and it could easily be over, and we'll see what happens. I'm taking
1: the over on that number. I just decided sitting here, I'm taking the over.
2: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean... They're, 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 they're
1: usually you see like 54 and a half, 52 and a half, they're, they're a solid number says something about a game.
2: Absolutely. Yeah, the only thing that that worries me um, is a lot of times, and it could go either way. A lot of times, there's a lot of nerves that come into uh, this game, and you got Garoppolo, who, while he's been in the the background on a big stage, hasn't been the guy on a big stage, and you have Mm. Mahomes, who is still young. Hasn't been the big guy in a big game like this. So, you know, maybe the first quarter's a wash because, um, you know, they're both nervous and throw a couple incompletions. Plus, Kansas City's been dropping the ball this whole postseason. I have no idea what's going on. So, I mean, if they could catch three of those and extend some drives, the points are going to be there.
1: I want to reverse it, though, the last year, though, when when Brady scored and went to the Super Bowl and Mahomes didn't have a shot. Did you have faith that Mahomes could have came on the field and won that game? Uh,
2: yes, based on the weapons and based on that game, I do. Um, I felt about
1: the same way last year like that. I feel that way
2: this year too. I think he could do it. I think he's got, yeah. it. I think he's yeah. got it. But, but that's once he gets settled into the game. Mm.
0: Well, mean, as long as the
1: power doesn't go
2: out in the stadium. <laughs> oh, there we
0: go. Well, I remember that. Uh, you mentioned Garoppolo, Tim. Uh, technically, I believe does have two Super Bowl rings as a as a backup, backup. To, so to this is Brady yeah this is his, not a rival but this is his big game moment his game to win
2: confirmation yeah yeah so I mean you know the guy got the most uh lucrative contract for someone who only had four starts in the NFL and he's but lived up to man, it yeah yeah he's lived up to it so I mean you know make
1: that money it's actually a really funny ring it makes me think of uh was it Matt Finn? Matt Flynn? Matt okay. Flynn? Yeah. Yeah, the guy from uh, he, Green Bay. He, he filled in for Green Bay. Yes. And then Russell Seattle. Wilson beat him out. Uh-huh. Wow.
2: Yeah, yeah, still made that money though. Yeah, <laughs> yeah there you go. Ta-ching. I don't
0: care what anyone says. He's he's laughing his way to the bank. Uh, there's a lot of key players in this one. We'll talk about that in a little bit. I want to talk a little bit about wild cards in this game. Uh, like guys, like I'm going to say this wrong. Raheem Mostert. Raheem Mostert. Did yeah. I say that correctly? Yep, yep. Uh, I mean, what a showing. What do you guys think about his role in this game? Was this kind of like a, a one-off? Is he the secret weapon? And do you guys have any other potential wild cards in this game?
2: Any thoughts? Uh, I'll go first on this one. Um, So, listen, Kyle Shanahan, it's no secret that he loves to run the ball. Um, And he has been for a while. You think of back in his days when he was with Atlanta. And, you know, he had Tevin Coleman, which, oh, wait, he brought to San Francisco. And, you know, he had... um, You know, he's always had the ability or at least gotten out of his guys the ability to run. So, as far as Mostert, he put on a heck of a show. Green Bay couldn't stop anybody, though. So, I mean, like, if you put one of us in in the backfield, (laughs) we might have been able to rush for 100 yards against that defense. That's, mm, I mean, I I don't know. All right, at least 50 yards we could have rushed for. So um, I can't say if Mostert is going to get the bulk of the carries. He ran a ton, and he had a lot of long runs. So Shanahan seemingly, as far as somebody looking in from a fantasy perspective, goes with a hot hand when it comes to... when it comes to his running backs, also it depends a lot on the game plan. So while I think Mostert's probably the most well-rounded of the backs that they have there, um, you know, it wouldn't shock me if Tevin Coleman got involved in the past game a little bit more. So um, you know, we'll see yeah. what happens. Um, but you know, I, I can with a lot of confidence say that Mostert will not have another uh, three touchdown game. <laughs>
1: Uh I think if you look at both teams uh wild card is a term that's going to be used on the 49ers more than the Chiefs. Yeah. Um you have Kelsey on the Chiefs. You have Watkins, you have Hill. They're not really known uh so much for their running game but like they have their star players, all right? And that's who you need to watch out for. Now if you go look at the 49ers, you got to watch out for Kittle, um Coleman, Mostert, uh, obviously, you know you got to worry about the running game. They're they're much more well balanced offense, mm-hmm. actually. I think on the Forty Nineers. Uh, but that being said, you have two guys on the the Niners as a whole that. They win the Super Bowl. They might retire on top, and that's Manuel Sanders and Richard Sherman. I'm a big Emmanuel Sanders fan. Mm. I think he added a lot to the Broncos while he was there. Yeah. And the best part when he was traded was all the memes that came out was when you find out you're traded to the 49ers, and it was just him running as fast as he can out the door somewhere. And <laughs> nothing to do with what happened, but the fact that they had that gif was yeah. one of the best things that I could see. Thank you. Indiana. Um, So they're – going to be playing on a much different level. Richard Sherman being called out by Darrell Rivas this week, only is going to give him a little bit more fire in his belly. Uh, Emmanuel Sanders is probably going to play his best football. And even if he doesn't have the numbers, he's going to play the best football to take pressure off people like uh, Debo Samuel. And he could get a lot of looks and can beat a lot of people, as we've seen so far this season. So I think there's not going to be a lot of – there's not like – got to double coverage Kelsey. You don't double covered. He's going to catch it. Same yeah. thing with Kittle. But if Samuels, uh, um, Samuels uh, Samuel and uh, Manuel Sanders are both playing at their level, one of them is going to be open, all right? And, it, and take the running game out of KC, you know, you have to worry about those people. You have to worry about a lot more, I feel like, if you're the Kansas City defense. That's why I think it's going to be the offense that wins that game. You know, if the offense is shut down on KC, then they're in big trouble. You're not going to be able to lean on the KC defense.
2: Yeah, so I mean, I'm with you on a bunch of that. I just think that Kansas City has way more weapons. And if I'm throwing a wild card out there, Meikle Hardman, I think if you have to double Kelsey and you have to, you know, put a lot of pressure or shadow or bracket coverage, um, Tyreek Hill, Meikle Hardman's going to be in the slot, and that dude is fast. Yeah. So, um, you know, it wouldn't shock me if, they you know decide to feature him a little bit like more like and you know he scores two touchdowns like that would not be a shocker so my my wild card on Kansas City would be Miko Hardman and um, you know I really don't think that Kansas City tries to run the ball that much I just don't think they they're not really built for it um, and why would you when you know you have so many weapons um, they also know that the 49ers will shut that down
1: yeah, so, That defense will shut down our own game.
2: Yeah, so, I mean, uh, Miko Hartman will probably be my wild card on the uh, Chiefs. And I'll go with you with Emmanuel Sanders as a wild card. Uh, he steps in. Uh, let's go with... Um... I
1: benched him one time in fantasy this whole entire <laughs> season. That's a game where he went freaking off. Yeah. That how it always
0: goes, man. Yeah. Uh, I... For Jameson Crowder, who went off the week before and then did not... anyway. Uh, You know, uh, you guys kind of answered my next one. You know, we kind of talked about some of the key players in this one, your Kelsey's, your Hills, uh, and all that. So more importantly, uh, we haven't discussed this yet, Halftime featuring J-Lo and uh, Shakira, I believe. Trevor, are you not excited for this one?
1: I like halftime shows where musicians actually play music (laughs) and perform.
0: There it is. We are
1: going to see a lot of dancing, a lot of lip syncing, and a a half hour of me back at the mini bar. That's what you're going to see from me at this halftime, all right? Cause I'm gonna want some cheese and crackers, a fresh beverage to watch some Latin girls shake their booties. Cause that's all we're gonna see. Uh, now, don't get me wrong. I think they're both talented, but I think it, it. The Super Bowl. We're finally out of that era. Listen, you saw a boobie, right? You saw. <laughs> you saw Justin Timberlake rip off some clothes. You saw part of Janet Jackson's boobie. Ever since then, you know, the NFL turned into the Disney Channel and was like oh my god we have to make this unbelievably family friendly what do we do we go back to what we know best
2: tom petty tom petty
1: youtube Br- youtube Bruce, Bruce. Springsteen the who all these classic rock musicians that's fair that could and what did they do they performed they did these big giant performances and when i say performances like they played their instruments and it was a it would turn it. it was a rock show that's it is what it is that's what it was it was a rock show now we're finally like kind of like you know woke <laughs> and back to being turned and lit, and we want to, like, show off today's artist again. That's how you saw Katy Perry riding on a lion. That's how you saw Lady Gaga. Lady Gaga come back, but she played the piano. like she, she. But then, you know, even last year with Maroon 5, did, did Adam Lambert have to get half naked? He didn't have it. to, but he did, you know. So here we are now. We're to a point where... There's, it's, it's not a musician, it's an act, you know it's going to be like watching Broadway. It's gonna be it's the Macy Thanksgiving Day parade, but for adults. Wow. You know it's, it's going to be more about what's going on stage and the dance moves than the actual music. Um, so me being a crappy musician, uh, I'm sure. more about sure. uh, an artist performing. Yeah, I guess you know.
0: I like that sense. Really well said. Kind of taking it from the musician perspective. I I will say that I'm no, because there's
1: plenty of people that are excited about this, and 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 they're going to get what they want. This just isn't what I want. I'm going (laughs) to go
0: to the bar. Yeah, yeah. Nothing against J Lo or Shakira. I think it's going to be great. The dancing and all that's going to be phenomenal. And we're going to see a Rod clapping his hands like "Go girl, go!" because that's what they want to put on the TV. But uh, I'm curious about your thoughts on this one, Trevor. Uh, So. I've been lucky enough to see almost all my favorite bands. Um, you know, whether it be at the Stone Pony summer stage, you just hanging out on the boardwalk, uh, just checking names off my list. I saw Joan Jett at WrestleMania. I saw Bush at Stone Pony. Just like all my favorite bands, I've seen Foo Fighters on the beach. Uh, so one that's kind of, doesn't kind of fit that mold, but one of the best performers I'll say today, and one of the best halftime shows in recent memory. I think he's phenomenal. I think his band is pheno- phenomenal. He's got that old school. Feel. you gonna go bruno yeah do you like bruno mars he, i'm dying to see him live he is so talented
1: i like bruno mars yeah I think, okay. I think i think because it's in and he gives credit to the, his guys they're all it's, they're phenomenal yeah there's his band's phenomenal he's he can sing in it but can do he acapella, can acapella but
0: yeah.
1: he's uh, the, they do the suits. i sometimes. don't want to compare him because like everyone's on their own but like you see a lot of prints in him work because he can play mm. and he can sing and he can dance but like he could do all those things. It, it gun to his head. He could do them live in front of you. Yeah. I feel
2: like I would love to see Bruno Mars at a venue like Radio City Music Hall. Like Ooh. I don't want to see him in a stadium, and I don't want to see him at like a, an arena. But like sitting down and watching like an actual performer perform on stage with his band would be great. So yeah, I mean, I agree with you on that.
1: And it gi- but it kind of gives the mindset that you're right. You want to see a performance. You don't want to yeah, see it's, it-
2: it's a show more than the performance
0: watch that watch that performance he did at the Super Bowl again it's really good and he brings out the red hot chili peppers you see flea coming out that would for me was crazy but just like the the choreography it's so old school the harmonies the band is fantastic I I, I could talk about Bruno all day I'm just riffing off the the top
1: of my head but I think I think I did a pretty good analogy of like I really you know this is my bold prediction I'm saying it now there it is the halftime show will be more like the Thanksgiving Day Parade than an actual show
2: (laughs) wow Here's listen. Yeah. You, you guys, you guys are speaking. Give me Al Roker. You guys, you guys are speaking a lot of <laughs> truths about uh, about music right now. But there's one thing that you know will happen at the halftime show: Shakira's hips will not lie. <laughs> I I Drop the <laughs> mic.
1: And I would never want them to. I would
2: never Whatever. want them to. Whatever. Whatever. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it'll be – are you excited to see J-Lo and Shakir? Or...
2: Love J-Lo. Love Shakir. It's so. going to be fine. It'll be all right. Play the hits. It'll be okay. Uh, if I don't hear Jenny from the block. <laughs> yeah, we better hear Jenny if from jo- the block. God. If ja ja, ja Rule. Uh, if if ja you know, magic. <laughs> You guys said that at the same I hope, time. Listen, I, <laughs> that ja was ruled. crazy. He's not doing anything. I'm telling you right now, all right? We're talking about the guy who turned down <laughs> Fast and the Furious 2. Jaw rule, <laughs> just just don't just don't bring out jaw rule. Does Vegas have odds on whether jaw rule is coming out? I need oh my god, maybe it hey, will that. after this podcast. they will. Well, you guys are. I right. ran
1: into him one time with donuts, and he, I, I don't want to curse in your pod. He, he you looked go, me. you up. already did. He, <laughs> I <laughs> fucked
0: the shit <laughs> the out
2: donuts. of
0: those donuts. Nice. He's just like he didn't even look at me, and I was carrying those donuts. <laughs> oh, man. You guys are in rare form today. Uh, let's move on, and again, if you guys want, have anything else you want to add or take it anywhere else, let's talk about kind of final predictions here. How do we think this game is going to end? Who's coming out on top? And uh, yeah, even if you have any more bold predictions, anything like that, who is walking away uh, with the Lombardi Trophy in this
2: one? Um, I've been thinking about it the last two weeks like most people, and I have to go I have to go with Andy Reid in Kansas City. I think um, – I think it 's just too much offense for any defense and um, i i, I don 't know i i just I just really think that the Kansas City chiefs defense has been playing well enough, and I think if you put the ball. In a clutch situation, I trust Mahomes more than I trust Garoppolo, and I trust the weapons uh, on that offense for the Chiefs more than I trust the weapons on San Francisco's offense. Um, With all that being said, you know, I I watched Kansas City as a Texans fan put up a ton of points in a short amount of time, and they get the ball with, you know, a minute and 45 seconds left in the half. Guess what? They can go put it in the end zone. So they have the weapons to do it. I think I think they're gonna they're gonna really put up some points. Um, this might be one of those where they get out early and uh, Garoppolo is forced to throw and makes a couple mistakes. Uh, I actually don't think it's going to be that close. I think it's going to be a one-sided affair. Kansas City forty-five, and we'll go twenty-four. 49ers. So 45-24 is my prediction, Kansas City. Wow. Take the over.
0: I'll uh, I'll, I'll piggyback off that real quick, and then we'll throw it to, to Trevor to wrap it up. But I like how you mentioned, you know, obviously your Texans, that game. I think just having that victory along with just, I don't want to say moral victory, but overcoming that huge deficit, knowing as a team, you know, you go into the this game and you're down a couple scores you have that confidence, like being through that. You know you can throw a a bunch of points in a short amount of time. Having that confidence, I think, makes all the difference in the world. I think the 49ers are scary. They're a solid team. You know, it's like you said, there's not these big, big, big stars, but they're all role players. They're solid. That scares me a little bit. Uh, I got to go for uh, my homies and uh, go for the Kansas City Chiefs and uh, hopefully a big win for my father-in-law. So, uh, hopefully be He's been waiting good. a while for yeah him. he has, and, and uh, Trevor will throw it over to you if Patrick Mahomes plays from the first whistle to the last
1: whistle, the Kansas City chiefs will win this game. I think wow. that the San Francisco defense will step up to a plate and do everything that they've done all season long and give him as much trouble as possible, but I think that it's impossible to cover. All the weapons that Kansas City has, because you have to cover all of them, because Patrick Mahomes can see all of them. All right, there's, there's, there's. That's the problem with the, some of the other younger quarterbacks around his age, like Darnold just can't see everything out on the field yet. Um, he sees ghosts. Danny, he sees ghosts. <laughs> uh, Danny Dimes just hasn't seen everything yet. Yeah. If, he, if they can both open, the, those quarterbacks can do great. I think Mahomes is a step above. And I think Ruffalo will throw uh, more than one interception, which will set him back. But I do think because the defense will cover his ass that we're going to see a 37-34 game because you know, Kansas City will have to do something that they don't normally do, which is kick a field goal. Um, so I'll, I'll stick with 37-34, like I said before, and give it to Kansas uh, City. It's close. And I really hope that if Andy Reid's Holding that Lombardi trophy, that when he just unzips his jacket and he's wearing a Hawaiian shirt like <laughs> yeah. that, all right, I'm so- I'm convinced that it's actually probably sewn permanently into his skin at this point.
2: Nice. We're all on the Kansas City train, train right yeah. now, right? What it's close. What, what does what what does the what do the 49ers have to do to win this game? It's a great
1: question. The Defense. 49ers have to do everything they've already been doing. It's it's Garoppolo that's going to need to step up to win this game. That's my, that's my answer. I think as a team, like I said before, the team's solid. It's Garoppolo who's the weak link.
2: I'll, I'll just, and he's been
1: playing fantastic. And that, So that takes a
0: lot to say.
2: Well, I, I, you're eight, absolutely Eight right. passes, it's kind of hard to mess up eight passes. That means you're running the ball well. You're, you're absolutely right, Trevor. I like what you're saying.
0: I'm just going to go simple. Defense, uh, step up, shut down Mahomes. That could be a game changer.
2: Not a lot of teams have shut down Mahomes, though, and now he's healthy. He's uh, arguably the healthiest he's been all year, even when he came back from injury, even when he was playing a couple games before he had the the knee injury. He, you know, still wasn't healthy. He had, like, a quad or a hamstring issue where it limited his mobility, and mobility is going to play a huge part. He can extend drives and make things happen. So, you know, what what do the 49ers have to do? They gotta continue to run the ball. They gotta play defense. Um, if you can keep Mahomes off the field as much as possible, then you'll be in good shape. Um, you know, you need to score touchdowns rather than kick field goals. It's all stuff like it. I know it sounds chalk, and it sounds like it's all things that you need to do. But that's that's the mentality and the game plan to be a high powered offense.
1: They need to be the 2007 Giants. That's what it is. Because nice. that's the only reason why the only reason why. Tom Brady didn't win a Super Bowl that year is because Tom Brady got taken out of the game. Yep. You know, Yeah, there was miracle catches or whatever you want to call it, no faith in Eli, that and the, this, that, and the other thing, um, which I don't necessarily agree with. But because it, it, Tom Brady got taken out, the, the defense got to Tom Brady. Yep. All right. If the 49er defense can get to Mahomes... Which I, I don't think they can do. It, uh, I just because I, he's so mobile. That's I think I think the defense should is going to be focusing on Hill, Kelsey, and you know all all those guys more than they're going to focus on getting to Mahomes. If they can get to Mahomes, because that means you're not worried about those other guys, and you have to be worried about those other guys. So I don't think they're going to get to Mahomes. So
2: I don't think they can it's get to I don't think they can get to him with added pressure because of the escapability factor that Mahomes brings, and because if you leave anyone on, on an island with Tyreek Hill or the mismatch that is Travis Kelsley or Miko Hardman, who is one of the fastest guys in the league, if, those are all me, uh, matchup issues. So if you're bringing added pressure, guess what? You don't have an Enough guys back there to defend so there's just a t- so many weapons and so much speed and like we're talking a lot about the passing game kansas city is one of the best screen teams in the league they just haven't really shown it in the last couple of weeks. They haven't Probably. had to. That's it. They haven't had to. So if the, if the 49ers are going to bring pressure, right? They're going to bring added pressure by blitzing linebackers and corners. The screen game is going to play a big part. So watch out for that. Um, if they don't, if they decide that they're going to sit back in a zone... Um, and bring just four or five guys on, on you know, just their their front guys, um, watch out for still running backs out of the backfield anyway because guess what? They, you know, are going to settle for four or five-yard dump-offs every time and just work it down the field. So there's just so much offense on the Kansas City side, so it's going to be, you know.
1: But it's almost like we're saying it's Mahomes' game to lose. I feel like that's all we yeah. can say.
2: Yeah, protect the ball. Protect the ball and he'll be fine. That's why I think that Garoppolo, who, you know, he he has been fantastic this year, but can and is prone to turning the ball over. I think that, I think Mahomes is going to get two short fields uh, because Garoppolo turns that ball over and, you know, he'll score on both of them. And that's the, that's going to be the difference in the game. Yes, yeah, that's, that's what I was saying. Yeah.
1: Garoppolo will turn over more than once, but it's yeah. But, yeah. but my bigger statement out of my whole entire last thing was if Mahomes plays the whole game because it's football. Yeah, anything could happen.
0: That's right. Anything can happen. Uh, real quick, I wanted to throw this at you guys. Yeah, uh, Tim, the same brain. I read my mind. I'm wearing my number ten over here. Uh, Trevor, you mentioned the Giants. Uh, real quick, Eli Manning. You know, uh, being a Giants fan, uh, Trevor and myself, um, and Tim, I'll throw this at you as well. Future Hall of Famer, easily. Without a doubt, and I and
1: my I said this on the radio um, before Peyton Manning even said it. So I'm so happy he said it. He came out in defense of Eli. You have to realize that um, not only was he the quarterback of two Super Bowl winning teams, he was the Super Bowl MVP both times, and he is the one that made those throws for the touchdowns. He put it in place. I don't care if you, you don't like his whole career, his numbers, whatever. Whatever you think, he's the top ten in, in almost every category. Mm-hmm. All right? But you also – and you have to, you have to. You have to take this into account. He went in and beat the best quarterback, and he went in and he in beat the best coach. In his prime. In his prime. You, he went in and beat the dynasty that is and still currently is – the New England Patriots. He literally went up against the best and beat them. All right. It's not like he went in there on an off year, and he he went in there and and beat him at his best. Yes. The only other guy now who can say that is Nick Foles, uh, and, and the Eagles. But what you just said, not at in his prime, not at his best. Alright, so Eli is a two-time winning Super Bowl champion. He's a two-time Super Bowl MVP. That right there in my mind alone is enough to get him in. But the fact of who he beat and who he had to go against to get in there, I don't care if you say it doesn't count because it does. That's going to get him into the Hall of Fame.
2: Very well said. And uh, like you said, Tom Brady's kryptonite. Top otherwise he's got however many titles. Yeah,
0: and I, I think uh, I agree with you. I'll throw it to you last, Tim, not, you know, not being a Giants fan, but obviously uh, partial here to the Giants. Would love to see him in the Hall of Fame. Hall of Famer, class act, both on and off the field. I think that's very important. Those two Super Bowls. Uh, I remember watching Eli early on and being, man, this guy runs out the clock every time, and he looks scared, and I'm just like, I am not about this guy, and he just won me over, and he stepped up, and he came a long way. And uh, two Super Bowls, man. And I just remember that one uh, Hail Mary pass. I, what was it the second one? Well, get to be you're curious.
1: bringing up my, what I was just about yeah, to yeah. say. There were two seasons in a row where if it was under two minutes, which quarterback would you want to have? And everyone would say Eli Manning because all of a sudden, he would play like crap the whole game, but the game would be close, but then it would be under two minutes. And you were like, he's got it.
0: Yeah, yeah. Or even the, the one game with Green Bay, that was another amazing one. But I just remember... Uh, Tom Brady throwing that Hail Mary, and everyone's in the end zone. And I just remember thinking to myself, like, and, and I probably jinxed us at that point, but I was like, man, please let the Giants win this Super Bowl just so it can happen now. And we're just – we're minutes away from this. Like, let it happen now. And, you know, it doesn't even need to happen again or whatever I said in my head. And I was like, <laughs> they won it, but it didn't happen. <laughs> you know what I mean? But uh, just such great memories. Eli, just class act on and off the field. Uh, first Battle Hall of Famer for sure. Tim.
2: Uh, so, listen – Two time Super Bowl champion, two time uh MVP, right? Those those are the big headlines for Eli Manning. Uh we have to know like he, he's gonna finish his career he finished his career with a, a winning record. He got a win late In the season to get him one game over five hundred. Was it one game over or was it five hundred?
1: I think he tied. I think it ended at five hundred.
2: I think it Uh, was five hundred. All he ended at five hundred. So regardless, regardless, right? You have to remember that the Giants have been trash (laughs) for the last four or five years, right? He's got a lot of losses on that record that are just for bad teams and bad management. So like, I kind of want to throw that record out. Like I I know, and he hasn't had a good old line ever. Like well, maybe the
1: super bowl years but like so like
2: i think there's like one quarterback in the hall of fame that has like a losing record but i want to throw the the record out of it um he's he's top 10 top seven in most if not all the major categories uh for the nfl take take out the fact that it's a passing league now he had a long 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 consecutive game streak that uh i think it was like second all time to brett Favre, but brett Favre's was ridiculous so uh, listen, that pass he threw in the Super Bowl to Manningham on the sideline Is still one of the most perfect passes I've ever seen Yes uh, The dude, he showed up, he took care of his business um, He didn't ruffle any feathers, he wasn't going to give you anything in the media it's, it's not a sexy Hall of Fame pick But, you know, outside looking in, I'm, I'm you know, playing it down the middle I'm, I'm a football fan, I'm not a Giant fan I think he's a Hall of Famer. Um yeah. first ballot.
1: Absolutely. I don't care what you think I, so? I, I I If not, you're the one jerk who didn't vote Jeter in. <laughs> um <laughs> he
2: he probably he probably gets first ballot. Uh but I mean definitely second ballot but yeah I, yeah so I, I guess so I guess so
1: I gotta give it to Tim for using the term sexy and Eli Manning in the same sentence <laughs> all right, cause I, but I, know said, what?
2: I said not sexy the fact that you were able to work the word in at all when it comes to <laughs> Eli
1: Manning I mean he's given us some of the best memes yeah, best yeah, football
2: memes t- yeah. Tim and, uh, and I were recently in, in Canton and uh, saw we were, the, the bus yeah. and the heads and the it trophies was, That was, was very cool. it was interesting seeing uh, all of my former fantasy football players that I, I've relied on for years my 18, 20 year career playing fantasy football yeah. in the Hall of Fame and it just made me realize I'm old. No, <laughs> not at all. Yeah, these guys have been retired out for five years because that's how much you have to be out for to get elected to the Hall of Fame and you're still in there old <laughs> nah,
0: well uh you know like eli said i believe in his speech he did it his way uh, once a giant always a giant and just class act and, and very happy for
2: him and he
1: just did he's walter payton man of the year he's done so much yeah. more than just football he yeah, know?
2: absolutely he listen listen he did everything the right way said the right things retired Role model. he has he had he had one little quote at the end that i don't know if i i you know judge him for but he said among like reporters after he announced his retirement he said yeah i have to retire because backing being a backup quarterback wasn't fun so you know and he's right but he had to he had to give way to daniel jones just like kurt warner gave way to him so like it's it was like a little passing of the torch and um, you know it is what it is. So no,
1: when I spoke to Kurt this season, and I said thank yes. you for your time there. I I actually that, that's the end of the story. That's all I said. <laughs> um, but um, it was a very short meeting. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad that he responded. Um, I also think he wanted to retire a giant. You know, I think. Yeah. I think probably means a lot to him. I think there's talent out there right now that he wasn't going to start anywhere else. I think they're, because you're thinking like, I was looking at the end of the season. I'm like, man, I wonder where Cam's going to end up. Or like, oh, I wonder so where, I wonder where this, where's Philip Rivers going to go? Mm. I didn't, and as a Giants fan, I didn't think, where's Eli going to go? Yeah. You know, I think, I think he knows too, like, just with how he's been playing and how he's been going, he wouldn't have started anywhere else. So if he didn't want to, he could have been the backup at the Giants for another year, but if he didn't want to, he didn't, and guys made a lot of money, he doesn't have to. And hopefully I'll see him in a New York Guardians uniform this season. No, I'm joking. Yes!
2: (laughs) They can never afford that. You heard it here first. Could you imagine? Oh,
1: God. That's when we'll see Antonio Brown because no one else will hire him. All right,
0: guys. Well, I think we'll call it a day there, gentlemen. It's always, always a pleasure sitting down with you and chatting, cracking jokes. And uh, I am most excited for, as we said last time, Ant Mel's famous chili bowl can't wait for that you guys
1: excited for some good food wait is that our is that our sponsor because then we have to we have to bleep a lot of stuff out (laughs) (laughs)
2: technically not i guess but Uh, in my heart yes listen just uh enjoy the day if you have to take the day off the next day go for it it is an unofficial national holiday so enjoy the food enjoy your friends enjoy your family and enjoy above all else the football
0: Really well said, guys. And thank you so much for a few minutes. You guys are awesome. And congratulations on the new jobs, both of you guys. Round of
2: applause. Yes, best thank of you, luck. Thank
1: you. Yes, We the- are out. Peace. <laughs> the coin toss will be heads. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I hope it is. Bet it. Don't bet it. Put it in the books. <laughs>